Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And you say, Shot City. I'm not leaving. <laughs> And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. We ain't going nowhere either. We're staying our ass right here. It's Gabe. It's Ant. Show goes on! The show must go on, people! And we are here until 9 o'clock. And of course, we are opening the show talking about none of the Zach Levine. But we knew this already. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But like We knew this already, Ant. I wasn't going to let Zach Levine, me and my people, I talked to a couple game bangers on the, side, on the north side. I was like, Yo, check it out. We know where he lives. We know what kind of car he drives. He is not leaving this city. I promise you that. So this is no news to me. Gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> Zach Levine goes nowhere than he thought he was. Gabriel Ramirez was going to make sure that that was not about to happen. The Mm-mm. star of the Chicago Bulls, one of the top offensive threats in the National Basketball Association, one of the most explosive talents we have seen in this city, decides to remain in Chicago. No, not a big shocker. Not, not at shocker. all. But he, he allowed a little bit of that drama. It strikes me, you got a little bit of Zach Levine in you. You don't mind letting a little bit of drama drag out a little bit before you let folks know what's yeah. happening. So I could see you handling your announcement. If this was your free agency, I could see you doing the exact, exact same thing. Let me give it a night. Man. Let me let everybody have one restless night of sleep. I'm not and thirsty. And then get up the next morning and let them know what's up. I'm not too, I don't want nobody to know how thirsty I am. <laughs> Low key, I'm thirsty. But I don't want anyone to know that. I'm going to play hard to get just for a little bit, even though I already, my decision's already made. He wants the money. Hey, listen, mm. I think if there's anything that we learned about Zach Levine over those last couple of years here in Chicago is that he genuinely enjoys this city. He loves the direction that the Chicago Bulls team is in. And granted, of course, it's a large part of it is money. And, and he's always talked about whether or not he's, he does, he's deserved of this particular contract and this max deal. And, and that was a big discussion amongst people. And, I, and you and I had this conversation a lot where it was like, what? Why is this a conversation? Of course he's a max player. Of course the Bulls should, you know, get the checkbook out and hand him a blank check. Like, this is a fact. Like, there's, there's nothing else that should happen in this, in this moment. And I'll tell you a story about Zach Levine. I'm, I'm driving on the 9094, and, 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 and I'm sitting there, and I'm with my boy, and I see this beautiful black car pull up next to me. He's drop top. 
And I, I, I shock you. You got a flat flat tire? Zach help you change it? Yeah, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 he could yeah. borrow me some money, just buy me a new car at, at this point. <laughs> so I see him, and I'm like, I look, I look to my boy, and I'm like, yo, that's Zach Levine. And and he was like, what? Are you serious? So he pulls up next to him. Everyone starts to realize that it's Zach Levine. Mind you, this is a couple of years ago. And mm. he's just thought, you could just tell. He finally got to that point in his career where he's like, yes, I am a superstar. I'm getting recognized at this level. And these are things that he wants. He puts in the work. He puts in the effort. You see it, max effort every time he's on the floor. And he's, again, he's deserving of this contract. And I'm so glad that the Bulls were able to give him. I just don't know why he said I'm not going to sign it right away. Like, if somebody put $215 million in front of my face, I mean, it's going to be hard for me to walk out of that room and be like, I'm going to think about it. What are you thinking about? What was he thinking I mean, about, Ant? It's definitely a big difference, but if, you know, one one crew's offering you 215 somebody else is offering you, like, 150 175 you know, I mean, you got some options on the table. I think as much as anything, man, because even think about between what happened yesterday afternoon with with Kevin Durant I mean just hours before free agency officially began the KD news breaks and then the discussion tilts where Zach Levine had been and really you know officially continued to be the most highly regarded free agent on the market but then as the KD part of the discussion enters the mix now it's about well all right KD's not a free agent but he wants out of Brooklyn. So what can we move? How much furniture do we need to move to make this happen? And, of course, around town here, then a portion of that discussion is, all right, is Zach a trade ship? How do we get KD to Chicago? Because if Kevin Durant is on your squad, there are legitimate, cha- legitimate championship expectations. Now, when you look at the totality of KD's career, and that's a discussion we can have in detail you know, later on in the night, but when it comes down to it, man, like his only real – like he. Lost in the finals to LeBron one year in OKC when he was there. Aside from that, his real championship rosters and squads were during that time when he was with the Dubs while he also had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. What we've seen so far in Brooklyn, even as he's been healthy, even this last season when he seemingly returned to form, they get mobbed, get swept in the first round. But it was Kevin Durant and the bums. Let's be very, very fair. I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie – and some bums. I mean, you know, you had yeah. Kyrie back once postseason time came around, too. So, I mean, you know, you had another all-star level player out there, perhaps an all-time great, you know, likely Hall of Famer or whatnot. But that being said, no doubt, one of the definitive talents we've seen in the sport, maybe the best player in the game going right now. You get him, you trade for him, you, you move some furniture to get KD on your squad, then, yes, you, you should be expecting that there's championship opportunities for your team. So, from Zach Levine's perspective now, not that he's – he, his representatives at Clutch, not necessarily that they're predicting KD is going to you know, announce this trade demand, but you just never know what's going to happen yeah. in the NBA. So I would imagine at least that possibility, where there's KD or whomever else, just knowing that some things could be at play and the Bulls are viewing themselves in this go-for-it kind of window, he just seemed like he was slow playing it a little bit just to make sure he knew what cards were on the table from AK and everybody else before he went ahead and signed on the dotted line. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was saying to myself, am I am I going to go on the ra-? Before all the signings happened, I was like, am I going to go on the radio on Friday with Ant and be like, 
get Zach out of here <laughs> so, we can, uh. so we can get KD. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, that's ridiculous. I, I, I'm going to see Zach somewhere in the club, and I don't want him to hear uh, that I said right. that, right? And now right. we know he can't get traded until January regardless. So, you know, that can't happen. But, of course, I think every team in the NBA is trying to, you know, go to the trade, uh, whatever it is, website to find out how to, how to make KD work on your team. Yeah. But I think Malika yeah. Andrews said it on ESPN. She's like, if, if Rudy Gobert got that haul, what 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 can you expect people to give up for KD and that's mm. you know that's that's the problem right there. But again, I would listen. Come to Chicago, I, I love it. I think he, I think if there's one thing you can say about Kevin Durant, he's he's not fearful, especially now that he has rings under his belt and his resume. He's not afraid of what Chicago means, right? Whereas remember when LeBron was like uh, or pe- or people whoever it was, people were like, I don't want to live in the shadow of Michael Jordan or I don't want to be held to that 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 caliber of you know what I'm saying like they they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't want to be under that shadow and so I understood mm-hmm. that and I feel like KD would never sh- he would never shy away from that he'd be like whatever I'm here I'm going to try to bring a championship to Chicago if you're but come on I mean the you reality all my is burner accounts here we come right exactly exactly and of course we would all love KD to be here on this Bulls roster and I would definitely give up everybody else it could be me Aunt Heron, I don't know our producer Brian Callahan and then Zach Levine and Kevin Durant, and I think we'd have equally as good a chance of winning as the Brooklyn Nets did last year. But, of course, Zach Levine signing his contract with the Bulls, and I love what he said uh, when he was talking to Casey Johnson. Chicago is my home. Chicago is my home. I love hearing things like that come out of his mouth. He said, I really started making a name here, and I want to continue what I helped start here as well. I'm extremely excited. I appreciate the fans, and I'm ready to continue this winning process that we have going. And I think what the Bulls organization has done over the last couple of years, starting with AK and Mark Eversley, is really starting to show there. You know, we a lot of people hate the word culture, but that is definitely something that needed to change here in Chicago. They were they're treating their coaches poorly. They didn't really care about them much. We saw that finally got Billy Donovan in. You 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 talk about you know you never see them showing love to their players. You always heard Dwayne Wade is not where you want to be at. People saying things like that. And now here you are giving the biggest contract ever in, in Bulls history to Zach Levine. And now people are starting to be like, okay. Maybe Chicago is somewhere where I would want to play. Maybe I do want to get traded there. Maybe I do want to work on a, a deal that can get me to that place because they're doing it right over there. And I think that's the number one thing, right? And I don't think that everybody's like, okay, well, now we're going to win a championship. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't have those aspirations. That's what you did last year, and you were disappointed. And now you have to look at the team and say to yourself, okay, well, I think that what we can say and what we can positively look at for the Chicago Bulls team is that we are in a different place mentally. We can look at this team. We can look at this squad. We can look at this franchise and be like, okay, we can be competitive in the next five years and, and for, the, for, the, you know, for the future with this squad and who we have lined up taking care of this roster. So during the, towards the end of the Jimmy Buckets era here with the Bulls and you know, that version of Jimmy Butler where there was still, there was a, a decent contingent of people that were uncertain whether or not Jimmy Butler was at that point or had the potential to become the main player the best player on a roster that you could build a championship around. Now, you know, legitimately, right now the answer is still no because he hadn't won a ring yet, but we have seen this enhanced version of Jimmy Butler, this playoff version of Jimmy Butler that has at least been able to be the best cog in a team that competes for titles. You know, you know, NBA Finals uh, run with the, with the Miami Heat and just some of these spectacular postseason performances we've seen in recent years. Right now, a part of the equation, I'd say a part of the question that folks here in Chicago have about Zach Levine at the moment. And he's obviously not the two-way talent that Jimmy sure. Butler has shown himself to be even at that point earlier in Jimmy's career. But right now, 
that was a part of the question. All right, if you're going to make Zach Levine a max player, what does that mean for this roster then? Does that mean you are building around Zach Levine? Is Zach Levine the centerpiece of that as DeMar DeRozan continues to kind of age into a point in his career where, you know, I think we, you know, we kind of, we've seen at least throughout Debo's career that he so far hasn't been the best player in a championship puzzle. So where does Zach fit into that? If Zach is a max player, then what else do you need in addition to Zach? My case has been, I'm cool with Zach being, I've said this to you before, I'm cool with Zach being a max player because it doesn't mean just making a guy a max player doesn't mean that he has to be the best player on your squad. Mm. I mean, what does Golden State have? Three, yeah. four at, at different points, max players on the squad at one time? So, I mean, there's, you know, there, there's levels to this. Now, it is the biggest contract the Bulls that Jerry Reinsdorf has ever <laughs> given out. So when you spin this thing forward and just think, okay, is he going to be willing to pay an additional player than Max if you're giving that to Zach Levine? That's where my mind kind of switches off and says, that's not my problem. That doesn't mean giving Zach Levine the Max is the wrong move. That means if Jerry Reinsdorf and the rest of the Bulls aren't willing to give an additional player than Max, a, a player who, for lack of a better term, may be better than Zach. If Zach is your 1B to find whoever the 1A may be that leads you towards the championship puzzle – that's on Reinsdorf. That's on AK. But it doesn't mean that Zach isn't a guy who's earned the max up to this point in his career. It just means that you need to get another max player in here with Zach. So I would say between the two, and it, you know, it's going to sound a little bit like shade of DeMar DeRozan, but I've said it a few different times here. Between the two of them, the two best players on this Bulls roster, Zach Levine is not miscast as a max player. DeMar DeRozan isn't miscast as a max player, but right now DeMar DeRozan, at least this last season, he was the best player on the Bulls. He was the guy in the MVP discussion for a, for a bulk of the season. The issue is if DeMar DeRozan is your best player, yeah. then right now it doesn't seem that you can win a championship with that. But if Zach Levine is your second best player, you can get the right best player in here and I think have a championship <laughs> opportunity with that. And so that's where the machinations of this roster will have to come together. Just the cap situation does put the Bulls in a little bit of a bind. Yeah, and I think that AK understands that. Giving this money to Zach Levine, he still has to construct a roster that is going to be able to compete at the highest level of the NBA echelon, right, where you're looking at Zach, you're looking at DeMar. You're going to have to get some more DeMar contracts, some more Lonzo yeah. Ball contracts, some Alex Caruso contracts. And But but the, the key is this, is that you have to be a desirable destination in yeah. order to get some people to take less money. You're hearing rumblings of Kyrie Irving taking a, a, a minimum, veteran minimum, in order to go to L.A. Like, you, you have to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were, not, not thought you were about to send him down the yellow brick road Listen, there to, to hey, United Center. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm ready, Papa. If you tell me Kyrie really? is coming to the Bulls, I don't, what? If you tell me Kyrie Irving's coming to the Bulls on some men, men deal, of course. Give me, I don't care, give me all the how drama. Many, how many games are you going to play when he gets I don't here? care. Play, just play the playoffs <laughs> for me. Because like you said, you need someone to be that 1A, and Kyrie can be can be that guy. I'm not saying that he is or he will. Be. Oh, come on. You, you, you yeah, said it yourself. We definitely got to come back you, around to that okay, later Which on we will. Show. But you just said you said the words Hall of Fame when you were talking about Kyrie Irving a second ago, uh-huh. and that does hold true for who he is as an individual. He just needs to get his little mind right so that that way he can do that. But, hey, like I said, sometimes people feel the pressure of the NBA, and winning cures that. And he understands that he needs to win a little bit more, the same way that Kevin Durant did when he, before he came over to Golden State. That he needs when's to win his, a little bit more. When's the last time Kyrie won? When he was with Cleveland. When he was with LeBron. James. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, so you think that's the only, only way he can win? Of his career, stop he won. it. 
Kyrie the Irving is a dog. Of his career, he's won. You can say whatever you want about his personality, and, and you can say whatever you want about his personality. But Kyrie Irving is a dog. That man before can play we basketball. even knew he was a flat earther. Prior to that in his career, he wasn't winning anything before LeBron <laughs> oh, got there. Man. He hadn't won anything since he wasn't. With he almost LeBron beat Kobe one on one when he questioned whether he should be playing him or not. Well, you know yeah, what? I'm, I'm sure he can go out to Rucker Park and embarrass a bunch of people. Oh, he is uber man. talented, man. But man, you you want to build a championship puzzle around Kyrie Irving? You got oh, some problems there. In my I opinion. can't. Wait, this would be great. This is a great great thing to open up the lines with whether or not Kyrie Irving can help the Chicago Bulls win a championship, if that were even a possibility. But the good thing is this. We still have three hours to discuss all of this uh-huh. stuff. We will be opening up the lines for you guys. But it would be important for us to be talking about a team that just did get a victory, a team that is far away from championship aspirations, but they're on a win streak right now. I'm talking about the Chicago Cubs. And on the other side of this commercial break, we are going to be talking to Maddie Lee, and she is going to tell us what is the reason for this Cubs win streak and is it sustainable. We'll do that on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. And the pitch on the way. Ground ball left side. Love by Simmons. Throws to first. Cubs win the ball game. The Cubs have beaten the Red Sox in come from behind fashion by a score of six to five. 
If you left Wrigley early, probably kicking yourself right now. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron, Cubs obviously making the comeback. 6-5 to five against the Boston Red Sox. And here to discuss the game and some other things that Ant and I are interested in. From the Chicago Sun-Times, we got Maddie Lee. Good to talk to you again, Maddie. Yeah, great. Great to talk with you guys. Always a pleasure. Was this a was this a wow moment for you or was this like a oh, man, whatever. Which W word <laughs> were you using to talk about this game? I mean, the Cubs have strung together <laughs> some really nice games, some really nice series recently, which which is new after that 10 game <laughs> losing streak. I mean, it's hard to get excited about much at this point in the season, right? Because the writing's kind of on the wall for what they're going to do at the trade deadline. So, I mean, fun for them, a little bit of a whatever for the overall picture. Within that whatever is, uh, you know, a few <laughs> of these storylines that are kind of fun to watch, like Christopher Morrell and just what he's been able to do so far and kind of just showcasing a young, versatile, and apparently explosive bat at the major league yeah. level. So how, how much of that can the Cubs look at as just saying, you know what, we're, we're not exactly in the hunt for anything right now. So we, you know, is, is there any grain of salt for it to be taken with, or is this the, a ball club looking at they may have a centerpiece for the future? Oh, I think he absolutely can be a centerpiece for the future. I mean, you looked at how hot he started with his call-up and coming up from double-A and really just kind of putting the league on notice. And then, obviously, pitchers started adjusting to him. I I wrote about this right before he has just been red hot the last couple of days, but pitchers started adjusting to him, stopped giving him so many fastballs early in the count because, obviously, he destroys those and is looking to swing. And he's done a really nice job adjusting. You saw him move to that nine hole for a couple games and just was lights out and then, you know, was rewarded for his performances there. But he's a really fun player to watch. And then no matter who you talk to on that team, when you're talking about, you know, the X's and O's of baseball, they always bring up his energy and kind of that X factor that he brings to the club. So he's been a really fun storyline to follow throughout this of course joining us on the circuit resort and casino hotline circuit resort and casino in las vegas home of the world's largest sports book is maddie lee it, what's interesting to me is like they can't find a home for him he seems to just, just be moving him around today he was playing second they moved him to sit back to center field later in the game but why do you feel that is and why can't they just be like hey this is your spot and this is who you're going to be for our team moving forward for the remainder of the season Well, I think part of that is just a credit to him. Like, he actually is more of a natural third baseman, but they've been playing him in center field mostly, and he's absolutely embraced that kind of, you know, that versatility that he has. You saw that throw home that he had the other day. He has a cannon for an arm and is able to play multiple spots, and that's going to be huge for the Cubs as they keep moving around pieces. I mean, this club could look very different after the trade deadline, so having a piece for the future, like we just talked about, who can be an everyday starter in a number of spots is incredibly valuable. You mentioned the, the trade di- the deadline there, Maddie, and between Kyle Hendricks and Wilson Contreras, it, it strikes <laughs> me that the, the Cubs right now for where they're at are in a different position than they were during the first rebuild, and they, they haven't been necessarily shy about, about pointing that out lately. So I do wonder how much sense – 
does it really make for the Cubs to to move on from guys who were a, an integral pieces in the World Series? You know, what just six seasons ago, seven seasons ago here, but. If you're looking to get back to winning next season, does it make as much sense for them to, to move on from, from Wilson and, and from Kyle right now? Well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, right? I think <laughs> those guys definitely have a lot of value in their experience. We were talking to Nico Horner the other night after the game about kind of how much value he took from being around veteran guys who had won and that culture that they talked about for so many years and so yes I mean as you saw through Pat last year's deadline having that kind of exodus forced exodus uh, and then now looking at you know how many guys are they going to trade this year you could end up with a lot fewer of those guys who are able to kind of set that tone set that culture um so there is value in keeping some of those guys who have that experience at the same time, especially with a guy like Wilson Contreras. Cubs are going to be looking at, all right, well, how do we weigh that against what we could potentially get back? And especially the way that he's been playing this year and really his whole career with the Cubs. Um, but you look at this year and he's putting up incredible numbers. You know, I think we expect him to be an all-star starter his third all-star appearance I mean that comes with a lot of value as a 30 year old and so is that experience and what he brings to the table and the leadership qualities that he's shown this year is that more valuable with where they are in their rebuild process than a potential very big trade package that they could get back for that I mean that's what the Cubs are going to have to decide moving forward and I mean, when you say winning next year, there's a lot of ways <laughs> to define that, right? And the Cubs are big on, like, we're going to compete now. We're going to compete in the coming years. But, like, what does compete mean? <laughs> you know, does that mean, like, okay, maybe they're trying to get a playoff spot with the expanded playoffs? Or does that mean actually contending for a division title or a deep run in the playoffs? Like, those are two very different things. Yeah, well said right there, because I think you're right. I think if they can get a Rudy Gobert-type haul – for Wilson Contreras, then they're all they're all for it. But Ant, you bring up a great point, right? Where there there seems to be a moment where you say to yourself, "Who is going to be the cornerstone of the franchise? Who's going to be the person that's going to put yeah. butts in the seats?" And I think more so, it, those are conversations to have with Wilson Contreras himself. Like, what does he want at this point in his career? Is he saying to himself, "You know what? Give me my money. I'll be here for the next go round." And, you know, I don't mind, you know, being the, the, the elder statesman on this team. Or is he like, you know what, I want to compete for a championship. But he's already got one. So I, I think that's going to be interesting to see. Are you, you know, pitching a hometown discount? Is that what you no, think you know, be doing? It? I want people – I'm throwing the bag at him. I want him <laughs> – I like him as a player. So for me, I, I like Wilson being there. And I love the, the idea of him staying and not being moved at the deadline. I think you do move guys like Kyle Hendricks and you try to find, you know, maybe like a Dave Robertson, like guys that can get you back some pieces in the short term because – like Maddie said, what are you going to do next year? It's not like you're all of a sudden the front runner for the AL, for the NL Central. You're you're a team that's still in that rebuilding mode to try to get yourself to be as competitive as possible. But you know, I, I look at guys like Christopher Morel, and I'm like, it's it's not like 
you know, they can give up a guy like him to get back some veteran starter that's going to get you to where you, the promised land, right? You, you need these young guys, Maddie, a, 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 a slew of them, so that that way maybe one of them could potentially hit to get you to be to that competitive place. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, on the subject of what Wilson wants, I mean, I've asked him this directly and, and written about it. Like, he's talked about wanting to win, and I asked him, all right, so, like, has this team shown you what you need to see where you think that you will be able to win? And he very frankly said, look, I mean, we we need more pieces, right? Like, the front office has to do more. And so I think that's not him directly criticizing the front office, right? That's him looking at the situation very realistically and saying, hey, this group that we have, he's spoken so highly of them, right? And the way that they're competing and the young guys, and he's been a wonderful mentor for some of those guys, but he can look at the situation realistically and say, hey, we have some really great pieces, some really great personalities here, but if we're going to get over that hump and compete for a championship, we need the front office to push in that direction as well. Um, And so I think you know, there is a way for both Wilson and the front office to be on that same page there. Uh, But, you know, will their timelines line up? Will Wilson at the end of the year look at it and be like, hey, let's test the free agent waters because look at the year I've put together. I think I could get something really good back in, in that way. But he's also, you know, especially recently as he's hitting career milestones, he's talked about, you know, more, more milestones that he wants to hit with the Cubs. And he clearly has been so thankful to this organization and has said how much like being able to wear, to represent the Cubs in the all-star game again would mean to him. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on there, both, you know, weighing monetary resources, winning resources, and just, your emotions from being with an organization for so long. It's really, really been cool to see that portion of, of Wilson Contreras and just what what this season has meant to him and him just kind of taking it in at certain moments and recognizing this may be, will likely be his last season or last half a season, whatever it ends up being, with the Cubs, you know, homegrown talent through their farm system and winning a championship and getting to embrace his brother. And it's it's been nice to see him take that in because there, there can be a presumption that a lot of the players just kind of have their mercenary mindset and I'm about to go get my bag and I'm not really too concerned about these things. And I, I love that Wilson has been very forthright just about what this has meant to him and what he hopes it can continue to mean to him. Maddie Lee, our guest here, Maddie Lee of the Sun-Times. She's on the Circle Resort Casino in Las Vegas Hotline, home of the world's largest sports book. You can find her on Twitter at Maddie underscore M underscore Lee. Um, Maddie, what's the the latest with Saya Suzuki? Uh, Saya is on a rehab assignment. He's progressing very well. I I think he DH'd today (laughs) was – hitting extremely well in his, in his first outing. So the Cubs haven't been very specific on exactly what they need to see um, in order to say, all right, let's get him back in here. But, I mean, pretty good good reports coming out from that rehab outing. And so, I mean, I don't think they're going to delay it any more than they need to, but they also want him to get comfortable. It's been over a month since he was back in game action. So they, they're also not going to rush this. Maddie, the reality is this. If the Cubs keep winning, they're going to leave his ass on the bench. 
<laughs> get, this, get this streak going. They're going to keep Wilson. They're going to say and stay home. But one person who might not be around, people just hear rumblings about, but someone who's doing phenomenal work here in the city of Chicago. You wrote a phenomenal piece on him. It's Jason Hayward and what he's doing on the west side of Chicago in the Austin community. First of all, the, the, the facility itself looks enormous. Yeah. Like, like, I don't even know how he found the land to do that. I think it's so big. <laughs> what was his, I mean, what, what, do you, what, what do you feel like Jason's big, I guess, push behind building that facility was uh, for the city of Chicago? Yeah, I mean, I think with Jason Hayward, so much of the talk recently has been about playing time and his contract and all this other stuff. Uh, but I'm so glad that you want to talk about this aspect because I think sometimes we get too caught up in the day-to-day of baseball. And there's so many, like, I love baseball. I've dedicated my career to baseball, but there's so many things that are more important, right? And and this is one of them. Um, I think for Hayward, I mean, he's been very clear that Chicago has become his home in the time that he's been here with the Cubs. And so, I mean, this facility, like you said, it's massive and he's partnering with several other organizations. So it's going to be his academy, his baseball academy, and then the Chicago Fire are involved as well. And there's a bunch of other community organizations. So it's going to be uh, a lot of things going on in this one facility, both sports-wise and community-wise and educational-wise, like a ton of resources. And I went out there last summer for their groundbreaking and it's a massive space and there was a lot of excitement around what what they were doing over there and I think Jason Hayward is just kind of honored to be a part of it right because he's been very forthright about like he wasn't he wasn't born and raised in Chicago he understands that he wants to be there to listen he's done a lot of work with by the hand for kids in the you know Austin area and he wants to listen and listen to the community members and especially the the kids and the youth in that area and figure out what how he can best serve Chicago through them. Uh, and so I think that's kind of the seeds of this academy. Maddie, what are your impressions of how David Ross has been handling things? I'd say just even specifically, because we know relationship-wise and the, the interpersonal ways within the clubhouse, he's – you know, seemingly always been great with that as a player and then as a manager as well here. But in game, what are your impressions of yeah. a season that now we've seen kind of David Ross challenged in this way going throughout a whole year and new talent and, and some questions publicly finally starting to sort of rumble up about how he's doing some things in game? How have you seen him, you know, sort of manage those machinations? Yeah, I know. I've seen the, the Twitter criticism and such. It is so hard to evaluate him at this point with just looking at the group that he has, because I mean, they've had some massive, massive injuries, especially the rotation has been completely dealt a massive blow. Right. And so then that affects the way that he can use the bullpen. And then in the middle of all of that, they went from being able to have 14 pitchers to 13. And so there's all these moving parts. I mean, you saw it in his first couple of years, when you're dealing with pandemic issues, you're dealing with a shortened season and all of that, I feel like we still haven't gotten to the place where we can just evaluate David Ross as a manager, as an in-game decision maker, because he still hasn't had like a, a normal, even like 
stretch of season. He's had the most bizarre beginning of, of a managerial career and then like absolutely been able to deal with a lot of bizarre bumps in the road along the way. And I think he should get credit for that. Uh, but also it's just really hard to say, like, if you just break it down to core decision-making, is he, how, how good of a manager is he just because there's been so many other factors going on for this whole two and a half years? Maddie, I love talking to you. Cause you know what, you know, I'm a Sox fan, but I feel like when I talk to you, it makes me feel good about the Cubs and the organization, especially the Jason Hayward stuff. That was phenomenal. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. All right, Maddie. Thanks so much for having me. I love talking to you guys. Oh, great. Well, Maddie Lee, of course, Cubs writer at the Sun-Times, holding down the fort and trying to be as positive as possible about the Chicago Cubs team. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. You know, we were talking about the Jason Hayward facility a second ago. And, you know, there was just a, a Newsweek article t- uh, talking about how this year, Major League has the lowest percentage of black baseball players in three decades. Mm. Yo, that is wild. You know, and, and I think when you're looking at, you know, the talent pool is out there, right? I mean, when you're looking at any kind of like inner city, you know, kids, whether that be, you know, Hispanic, uh, black, you know, whatever that might be. But to be in the 7% range, it's very low. When you're thinking about like nurturing that talent and, you know, obviously, you know, I, I live, I live uh, in East Garfield Park. And when I'm driving by the park and I'm playing, I play basketball there a lot. I just go to the park and hoop a lot. And there's a lot of baseball games going on over there. And I think that the Chicago White Sox have been doing a phenomenal job of, you know, just creating facilities. The Cubs, you got, you know, Little Wrigley in Humble Park. I think, you know, there's there's talent in the inner city, but a lot of times, you know, you just don't have the outlet, right? Whether it's soccer, right. basketball, baseball, like you don't know where to go. And I think a lot of times it, you just need to see it. You need to, to have it be available for you. And for Jason Hayward, what he's doing with that facility, I think it's going to draw a lot of talent over there. And hopefully we can get those numbers up. In I the, mean, outreach is probably the the main word that would be associated with it, and just making sure that the the game is not not just available, but that the game is is being sort of presented to, in some ways, pushed towards inner city youth. And you know, for me, once we moved out of the city and got out to the suburbs, and me and my friends, we whether we we're playing any sports, you know, the, video, the whole video game thing was a part of our experience. But we sure. loved being outside, and we would usually play either basketball or football, football or basketball. We go yep. outside, we get a group of guys together, and that's just what we did. Most of the time was hooping. You know, we play some football too, but baseball was kind of a, you know, we do it every once in a while. But and, just wasn't the, and the reason why is because, you know, I'm, say, I'm the same way, right, inner city kid. It's like it's easy to just get one ball, right? Yeah. Like you can get one ball yeah. and play basketball. With baseball, you need gloves, bats. I mm-hmm. mean, there's equipment that's associated with that. And, I mean, me, when I used to play, you know, being in Humble Park, you know what I used to play with? A tennis ball. I'm for, for real. We used to play at Columbus School right there on Augusta and Damon. We would go into the little playground right there, and it would be a tennis ball, and one mm. kid had a bat, and you would just play nine innings of baseball trying to put the ball on top of the damn roof of the building yeah. on the other side of the thing. So, right. so, so again, if, if, but if had there been a facility like what Jason Hayward is, is doing, I mean, obviously you would open up those opportunities for all of them. So I think it's a phenomenal uh, job of what he's doing. I can't wait to see the finished product. Hopefully I'll be there for the ribbon cutting. See what I did there? You see, you see what I did I there? Well All right. Uh, but you know what? Someone who is going to be here and someone who has put in his work in order to be at the highest level, that is Zach Levine. He is a member of the Chicago Bulls and will be for the next five years if he takes that fifth-year player option. But we, I want to open up the lines right now because Ant and I were having a nice little argument right beforehand about whether or not Kyrie Irving could help out this Bulls team. Nothing? 
Nothing right there yet? Okay. Uh, 312. I'm letting you do you, man. I'm, I like I'm waiting. I like I'm this. Waiting. I like you know, this. I'm, I'm three saving one. up all my ammunition. Because you know everyone's going to call and poo-poo against my my opinion right now. 312. As they do. <laughs> Read the text line if you haven't done it yet. I haven't. I told you. I stay away from that during the show. 312-644-6767. <laughs> all right. Let's, play. let's have a little fun for a moment. Do you think Kyrie Irving could help this Bulls team? Or would you want Kyrie Irving on this team? I would love to start an argument with you here on 670 The Score. Call now, 312-644-6767. We'll take your calls after the break. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. This is 670 The Score. Anthony. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Aaron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The School. Well, we expressed that desire, you know, for all past year. Uh, also after the season that we want continuity and we want Zach to be here for a very long time. And that hasn't changed. And continuity we will get as Zach Levine signs his... I think he used to come up with a different name than Supermax. It should be like a super duper. Mm. <laughs> when you make two. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's go to the phone lines because what we're talking about here is who can help this team. Because we can all, what we can agree on is that the Bulls are still a player away from competing to be, to, to be NBA champions. They definitely need help. Definitely Agreed. need help. Agree. We can agree on that. What we disagree on is who can that player be. I feel like Kyrie Irving would take our team without a doubt to the top. Oh, 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 let's go to the phone lines. Pat in Cedar Lake. All right. Are you are you in agreement with me or do you agree with Anthony Heron that Kyrie Irving should be as far away as possible from the Chicago Bulls team? Uh, what's up, guys? No, I'm with uh, I'm with Anthony 100%. I don't want Kyrie anywhere near this team, man. Um, okay, the reason why, being there is, you go. Um, well, I'm, so where the Bulls were, you know, for the last four or five years, 
you know, it was pretty depressing. So, you know, whenever, like two years ago, when they first, they got rid of guard packs, then they get rid of Boylan, you know, they've come such a long way from tearing down that awful front office that was here before and, and just turning the culture around. And then you get in a guy like DeMar DeRozan and you see what he does with this club last year. And, you know, the guy's looking up to him like Ayu and, you know, he's, they've just done, and you get Billy Donovan in here, a really good head coach. Like they've done such a good job with turning the culture around. And then if you brought in a guy like Kyrie, man, like there's no way he would just, he would just ruin it. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> it was so him back and, and they've just, I mean, it's, it's the truth, man. You look, you, you look where he's at. I mean, when he had LeBron, you know, that was, I mean, that was in his prime. And I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a first ballot hall of famer. I mean, he's got, he's got mad skills and he can put up, 40, 50 on anybody, but it's just the baggage that you got to bring with when you get a guy like him, man. Like, everything that KD had to go through with him in Brooklyn, like, I don't think KD thought it was going to go like that. And, you know, I I just love where they're at. Like, I mean, they're a piece away. Don't get me wrong. I get that. They're a piece or two away, and they need a they need a another all-star. Not another all-star. They need a big-time player, actually. But they've just come such a far away, man, from where they were with all the years of guard packs, all the years of just misery and you get rid of all that and you get a good culture going and you got a guy like Billy Donovan who's clearly showing he can he can coach I, I can't believe they you don't you don't want you don't, you don't want to ruin it with Kyrie Irving I tell I totally understand that but I, I think we got to make some things clear when he was with LeBron he was 20 the guy's 30 years old right now so the 10 years ago in 2011 when he was with with uh, LeBron he was 20 he was a baby and of course he was feeling himself he thought he could do it when you have such success early in your career you feel like you can duplicate it year in and year out and that wasn't But is your point that you think he seems more mature now than he did then? No, I was I, I was saying that was my argument. He's like the the Benjamin Button of, of immaturity. <laughs> He's maturing in reverse right now. You know, I just I don't see a Here, guy who 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 wants to be the leader of a locker room. And I, don't I see a guy. and I understand. I I look at I look at the Bulls roster and I think to myself, where, where are the areas that need improvement? And we saw what happened last year when Lonzo Ball went down. We mm-hmm. had no true point guard that could distribute the ball. You had Io try to come in, who's more defensive minded. You had Alex Caruso, more defensive minded, and you saw what happened to the offense it became stagnant DeMar DeRozan would hold on to the ball Zach Levine would hold on to the ball you need someone to to move the ball around and Kyrie Irving can do that Kyrie Irving's career career not just last year his career average in assists 5.7 the Bulls haven't had a a guy averaging 5.7 assists or that much in almost like seven years if you were to go back into all the stats for the Chicago Bulls you're Mm -hmm. looking at Chris Dunn who averaged six, and that was back in 2017. So I'm talking, I'm talking about a guy like that who can understand his role. And let's not forget when you're talking about the offensive output, we were we were complaining so much that you know we couldn't put up enough points, right? That, that, that was a, a big hindrance for the Chicago Bulls team. He averaged, despite the fact that he only played 29 games, he averaged 27. I mean, he, he can still score in bundles, but he can also distribute the ball. So I'm just talking about people that can. I'm looking at the holes of this team. If you're, if you're, he's not going to be a rim protector. You already got that in Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. right? So you're looking at some these, these other places of where it's going to happen. Demar Derozan is not going to have the same year that he had last year. Let's just be very real about Demar Derozan. He's going to pass that torch over to Zach Levine, and they are going to need someone else. I'm not saying I'm not starting a, a campaign to bring Kyrie Irving here. But what I'm saying is I feel like he, if he were to say, hey, I'm going to come to the Bulls, I'd, I'd welcome him with open arms, whereas Anthony Heron is like putting him on the do not fly list so he can't go. Mushing him directly <laughs> in the face. If he shows his face at the United Center, I will be at the front of the line 
palming him in the nose, <laughs> giving him the do not disturb. There, there is no way Kyrie Irving makes sense for the Chicago Bulls right now. I mean, you just look at the scope of his career. There's been, uh, looks like, three seasons where he's played north of 70 games in his career. He, he's not a guy and on a roster right now that we just saw this past season. The Bulls get all kinds of banged up. You don't know what's happening with Lonzo's knee yet. You don't for sure know what's happening with Zach's knee yet, and you just gave him the max. We know how many miles are on the tread of the tires of Debo. Got a whole lot of guys who you're going to have to be you know, a little bit careful with physically. So even just sheerly, just from a health perspective, Kyrie hasn't proven himself to be a guy that can stay healthy. But even when healthy, how interested is he in being a cohesive part of a unit? The Boston Celtics got better after they left Kyrie Irving in their wake, man. Like, how do you have a player that talented, (laughs) one of the most gifted players in basketball history, a great ball handler, a great shooter, an outstanding distributor, you get rid of him because the locker room couldn't stand him anymore, and here come the Celtics, one of the top teams in the NBA just a couple of years later, as they've nurtured that talent that didn't want to be around Kyrie anymore. You're just bringing a guy who's shown himself in multiple stops as a guy who's just – he's a – He's a, a distractive force, if not a destructive force, within locker rooms. And it's not because he, he doesn't necessarily seem like an awful human being. He just doesn't necessarily seem like he really wants to be a part of the unit that you have to be able to construct to have a championship sort of formula in, in, in the NBA. And so I just, you know, the talents are, are no doubt, man. I mean, aside from Isaiah Thomas, maybe the greatest below-the-rim finisher we've ever seen in the NBA. Like if I put if I put Allen Iverson as as maybe kind of a borderline above the rim finisher, as far as a guy who's not going to dunk on anybody, give me Zeke, give me Kyrie, the two greatest below the rim finishers in league history. So I mean Kyrie's talents are no doubt. But once you go beyond the talent and what is he actually adding to a team, we've seen example after example where teams don't get better when they add Kyrie Irving to the mix. He's big Ant Heron on Twitter. I'm Chicago underscore Gabe. I'm not checking this text message stream. He is. So you can hit us up on Twitter. I will continue this conversation in a little bit. I think it's interesting, but more so about the Chicago Bulls, where they're at and free agency and where they will be come beginning of the season. I cannot wait to do some more of that. But on the other side of this, we are going to be talking to Pete Futek. uh, And this is something that is very near and dear to the heart of Anthony Heron because he covers Big Ten like nobody else. If If I ever have a Big Ten question, I go straight to Ant Heron. Because he does all the football stuff over there, does all the big stuff. So we're going to be talking to Pete, though, to find out what the heck is going on and how they got these two West Coast teams to come over into the Big Ten. He's going to tell us that right on the other side of this. Again, I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. This is 670 to score. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.